is I, your host, D, also known as Filming Freak, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome to my podcast, Write What You Want to Read, Draw What You Want to See. In this podcast, I talk about my many years of drawing experience, my years of writing experience, and all sorts of other things in between. I am a huge Pride supporter, and I am an entrepreneur, as I am working on my own course for how to use Procreate, which is a digital art software program that I use frequently. In this podcast, I talk about tips, tricks, and all sorts of don't-dos in between about art and about writing. Between each day, I alternate between writing and art, and some days I have special days where I talk about special things. So, on to the podcast for season two, and I will see you all in the episode. Ah, yes, just like CGI in movies. Just like awesome added features and details in TV shows. After Effects. Hello, it is I, your precious piece of pasta, and you are my precious pack of peanuts. And I've been thinking about mixing up my intro after my intro for a little while now. Oops, the mic. Um, so, yeah, let's get started. So, today we're going to be talking about After Effects. And yet again, um, if you haven't seen art, the Art Process Basics, I recommend going and seeing that podcast, as well as, in this order, Art Process, ex- art process Expanded Sketching, Art Process Expanded um, uh, Coloring, Art Process Expanded Highlights and Shadows, and that all builds up to today's. So, today we're going to be talking about the after- aforementioned After Effects. Now, what are After Effects? Well, After Effects are these extra, really cool tools. For example, um, let's say Blur, um, Perspective Blur, um, Motion Blur, um, things like that. I also consider um, animation to be a sort of After Effect. Um, I do know that a lot of software is made for animation and things like that, but I do consider that after sketching, inking, coloring, and doing highlights and shadows for all the frames, the actual animating it part of where you play the animation, or in Procreate's case of where you bring up the animation guide, um, I consider that to be its own little thing in After Effects. But yeah, so After Effects are these cool little things that you add that are typically really fun to add. Like, for example, that perspective blur, motion blur, um, in Procreate there's a thing known as liquify, um, clone, things like that. And basically I'm going to be talking about mainly about Procreate's After Effects because it's the only digital arts software I use. Now. In Procreate, there's a whole menu that I like to call the Magic Wand menu, or Wand menu, or something like that. It's basically, um, it's basically a little button that takes you into this menu. We have, we have things that have to do with color as the first, I believe, four or five things we can do. We can do hue, saturation, brightness, affecting either the whole entire layer, or Um, with our Apple Pencil or our finger, we can draw in the specific places that we want it to affect. 
Um, we also have, um, we also have the, the, um, magenta and the yellow and the blue, I believe, or yellow and cyan. Um, we also have just affecting all of the colors. We have curves, which is its own special thing that I believe allows you to do black and white, um, uh, magenta to green, things like that. And after that, we have um, a section for the different blurs. We have Gaussian Blur, which is my favorite and is amazing for blending colors when you're not exactly one for the smudge tool. Basically, what I do is I lock the layer, um, which basically in Procreate, there's this alpha lock thing that makes it to where you can't draw outside of what's already there. And then I just slide up the Gaussian Blur, which contains its blurriness to only blur the colors inside of its lines. And the next one we have is a Motion Blur, or Perspective Blur, doesn't really matter the order. Which, uh, Motion Blur is exactly what it sounds like, and it gives, it helps give the idea of motion, obviously on its own. It's, um, it can be sort of effective, but you still need to do some modifying from there. And then Perspective Blur. And the next thing, next little area from what I remember, is um, just some miscellaneous type things. Um, just some fun little things to add. We have Bloom. Um, we have, let's see, what was that other one? We have, I believe it's called either Edges or Sharpness or something like that. And things like that. Little kind of miscellaneous things, kind of in their own order. And then after that, we have the Liquify and Clone options, which are very expansive options. Not saying that there isn't a lot within all of the other After Effects, but for Procreate, Liquify and Clone, I consider them to be the two. Liquify basically allows you to push things around, twirl them. Um, it allows you to do this really cool crystal effect where basically out from your colors comes these crystals, crystalline structures, and all sorts of things. Edge, which allows you to make um, more edgier edges. Um, Sonic the Edgehog. Um, anyways. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I couldn't help it. Um, and the last one we have Clone, which it doesn't have as many options per se, but it has a wide range of application. Basically, Clone allows you to, well, clone um, parts of your piece um, other places. Now, obviously, you have to be on the right layer in order to clone certain things. It doesn't clone from all the layers, but it's still incredibly useful. For example, if you want to, let's say, um, you, like me, forgot an arm because it's on the other side of the body in the um, three-quarter angle or something like that, you know, where you have one arm facing towards the audience and the other one's all the way back here so you forget about it. Well, what you can do is you can clone the already existing arm and you can just move and modify it with the liquify tool, by the way, and the move tool and just fit it into place. Now, it's obviously not going to be perfect and if you want it in a different position, um, cloning will give you a basis for where to start from, but 
it still works out, you know, because, you know, you, you already have the proportions down on this one arm, might as well move it over. <laughs> so, yeah. So, After Effects, well, the name for this step that I've given it is a bit misleading. Typically, I add in After Effects after the coloring, but before the highlights and shadows. Now, this is simply be how I work, simply because of the fact that I typically use this for modifying colors. Um, well, I do highly praise the Liquify and Clone tool in regular old art. I don't typically use it, although it has been a while since I've just made a piece for me, but I don't typically use them as often, but there are certain things that I'd I'd really like to get back into just doing art for me again and be able to use all these tools. And it's simply it's simply a matter of whether or not you really want to use them. If you find them to be helpful, if you find them to be interesting or give you really cool effects, go ahead, go ahead and use them. I I, I don't I don't care. You know, I simply don't use them for the very simple reason of the fact that I only need a few of these very interesting options, but the ones that I do use, I use frequently, and I love them. The Gaussian Blur is my best friend for being able to mix color, for being able to give me gradients and nice looking color, um, color blending. You know, um, while the smudge tool is very awesome and can be used for, can definitely be used for different things, I'm not really out to become a master of the smudge tool when the Gaussian Blur can do essentially the same thing. And plus, I only would ever use the smudge tool for mixing colors, so since I found my own method that makes it easier, might as well use it, right? I mean, come on, man! <laughs> So, um, After Effects are all from your personal preference. Um, you just gotta figure out which ones really speak to you, which ones you're actually gonna use. And I'm sorry, but nature is in the background. I'm sorry the sounds of creatures are in there. But, you know, you just gotta figure it out as you go along. Definitely adventure, adventure into those menus and try and figure out what to what applications to have them for. Now, I do know that all of these options will not be the same across different digital um, digital drawing mediums. I do know that um, Photoshop and Adobe and all of those other things are going to have their own methods of doing things kind of like Procreate, but not exactly. And I can only personally talk about After Effects for my Procreate experience. Simply because of the fact that it's the only thing I've ever really needed to use. I mean, if I, I do know that um, animators and stuff typically like being able to, you know, have music in the background and have their animations following that. And I think that's the only real downside for me of Procreate is if I were to go into making, for example, animation memes and such, I'd have to do the mouth drawing or um, do the animatic beats and such in a program that allows me to put music in the background. 
and then put it into Procreate because in the end I still want to use Procreate because it's something that I know and I love. I mean this is really the only downside I can think of for Procreate. Now of course there are a few other tiny things but I don't ever use them or need them so you know I think this is the only big drawback for me. So anyways I will see you all later. I'm going to go be on a call with Forced Child now. She's my bestie. And if you don't know who I'm referring to, then go ahead and go back to episode one of season two. Alright, goodbye!